Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast called How I Teach Golf. I'll be your host, Duncan Walger, and today I'm talking to a good friend of mine, Steve Astle, about him, his career, and how he can help you play better golf. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Duncan, good to hear from you, mate. Good to hear from you. Steve, we're going to jump straight on in and um, just tell me about you and growing up and how you got into the into our great game that we share passionately about um, and how you ended up where you currently teach. So, right, I guess got into the game very much dad-driven. I say driven, it wasn't at all, but my dad used to play. I used to tag along, um, was certainly pestering to tag along and, um, yeah, just fell in love with it. And we, we used to... I was all football, cricket growing up, and golf was just a bit of a, a pastime, really. We used to just uh-huh. play it as a bit of a break from the football. And um, got to the age of uh, 15, and I was told that I wasn't tall enough to play football anymore. Um, okay. I'm now six foot two and played professional basketball, but that's talent <laughs> identification. identification. That's a whole different podcast. But, um, that is, that is. We'll do that one later. Yeah, but certainly from a, a golf perspective, yeah, I just had something I could drop straight into. Loved it. Loved the challenge of golfing your own ball around there. Done all the team sports stuff. I love the fact that I could be successful or fail off my own back. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the drive for perfection, I think. You never master this game, and I love that constant striving. Yeah. Um, when did you When did you take it up? Uh, yeah, it must have been probably – I was probably quite late to it, 12, 12 or 13, okay. I want to say. Yeah, about 13, 14, so both yeah. late. I know you did a lot of swimming and stuff, Dunk, um, from yeah. past chats. And, uh, you know, it's really interesting. It's like I said, it's a whole different podcast almost. But, uh, you know, you see a lot of seven-year-olds now and you kind of think they've got a long time to really keep at it before they're going to reach where they want to get to mm-hmm. um, and maybe list some, miss some of the other great skill sets that are out there in other sports. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of that was me. Fell in love with it, and then it was all just golf, 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 golf. Knew I wanted to do something in golf. Um, my parents were both teachers. Was adamant I didn't want to do anything in education, and then yeah. ended up a golf coach. So I guess I did end up in education. But um, <laughs> that's kind of kind of how it went. And yeah, just full time coaching now, Duncan. To be honest with you, so um, don't have anything to do with the shops, really. It's just literally trying to help people day in, day out. Um, that works in several different formats for me, trying to do a lot of coach education with the PGA, delivering their coaching programs, um, obviously helping individual golfers day to day from not so much beginners these days. I would say club golfers up to elite level. Um, yeah. And, and um other stuff I do is also a lot of coach consultancy. So trying to help other coaches build their businesses. I've been very fortunate um, to have a full diary for over 10 years and kind of just trying to pass some of that information and knowledge back on to other coaches, I guess, of how I've done that and, you know, recruit people and, and retain people. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much me. Um, I'm at Morley Hayes in Derby now, which is my, my home. Um, yeah. How long have you been there? Yeah, 10 years again there now. So, yeah, part of East Midlands Golf Academy there, along with uh, three other colleagues. And then we've got another pro on site as well. But, yeah, quite a, a vibrant golf academy. A lot of players coming through, all different types. Um, yeah, fun to be part of, really is. Brilliant. And Morley Hayes itself is, is, is whereabouts? Yeah, we're based in Derby, Derbyshire, between Derby and Nottingham. Um, lo- okay. Lovely complex. Um, hotel on site, 27 holes. Driving range, undercover bays, grass bays, um, all usual power tees. We've just had a big refurb there. So we've got 
I think three or four or four restaurants on site, conference facilities. Um, yeah, just a great place, great environment to be as a coach every day and a great environment to learn the game or improve your game as well. Uh, Brilliant. So people can actually stay there and what what uh, what type of golf lessons can you give there? Can you literally give every type of golf lesson or absolutely you find yourself just what, on good, full swing or just nothing or what? <laughs> good ones and bad ones. No, we give <laughs> absolutely every kind. So we've almost got a lot of coaches up their specialist area on site. That's how we've developed our business. Uh, so myself and my colleague would tend to work with uh, James Watley would tend to work more elite end players. And I guess um, single figures, mid teen handicappers, people that really want to get better um, and yeah. willing to work in. We've then got coaches who specialize in um, the ladies side of the game, individual and group development. We've got coaches that are dealing solely with junior development. We've got um, everything pretty much on site in terms of body track, um we've got ball 3d system on site one of our coaches uses that so all the coaches have kind of got their own little tools that they use um yeah we've, we've got everything you need and we deal with everybody pretty much um, from all different levels and also from a wide wide area so we have clients come down from sheffield up for you know across from stoke from you know leicestershire nottinghamshire so we, we pull in a lot of area um as well in the east midlands Brilliant. So if, if, if I was just the man on the street or, or the... ...golf coach, uh, how do I go about finding you, Steve, and uh, getting myself a lesson with you? And then what would happen in that lesson? What's the kind of plan or programme or what... ...before we get started? So... Majority of our bookings done done online. I guess ninety five percent of people that's sort of most convenient for them. So they go through our website emga.co.uk and hit the book now button. That gives them the option to book different time periods or different types of packages or programs um, with the different coaches that we've got. Um, once that's sorted, um, then it would just be basically sit down. Usually first session, you'd be able to sit down. Um, we talk about what their what their goals are, what their wants and needs are, um, and then how we can meet those needs, really. So I wouldn't say we've got a standard assessment program unless they're really unsure how to improve. Um, and again, whether it's a quick fix or whether it's a long-term development program, we do a lot of those. So a lot of players come through from sort of October to April and really commit over a six-month period to getting better. Um, yeah or whether it's just 30 minutes ready for captain's down Saturday and quick fixing. I think there's a, a place for both and our guys can meet all needs there really, whether it's juniors, beginners, etc. cetera. Um, but yeah, it's, it's about getting a joint agreement with the player in place um, and then sort of working down that pathway. And that's a very flexible working document that you know, often needs changing and updating depending on where their life's at and what they can commit to as the, as the sort of programme develops. Okay, so let's say we're on the s and I'm getting a lesson from you. What? Uh, how would the first few minutes go? How, you know, if I'm if I'm hitting a few balls, what kind of things are you going through? What are you looking at? Or is there a, is there a questionnaire or anything like that? Or are you videoing? Or what? what what's kind of going to happen? Yeah, so we're just we're gathering information, I guess, and that's from um, your client, you personally. 
So I want to know what things feel like to you. So first of all, establishing why you're there, what your goals are, you know, how much time you've got to commit and things like that. Um, so we can get an idea on, I guess, your sort of commitment levels and how important it is to you. Um, yep. You're hitting some balls away, usually fairly fast. Um, I think especially yep. if you're new, that helps you relax a little bit, gives you, you know, chance to um, get in the groove as such. And then during that, that time period, we'll be just gathering information, whether that's through body track, whether it's um, flight scope data, whether it's video. So we're just trying to gather lots of bits of information, but more importantly, probably alongside your feelings and your thoughts um, and, and the ball flight as well. So often the ball flight we see might not be what's matching up on the golf course, in which case we need yep. to get out on the golf course. Um, you know, and depend on the level of player, certainly the better level of player, I want to see some stats and I'll, I'll tell them that before they come in, bring that with them. Very few have, very yep. few have them, but that's probably the quickest mm-hmm. way we can get to the heart of what's going on, um, which usually is score related. You know, very rarely you'll get somebody come through, wants to hit it further or wants to enjoy it more. But more often than not, people want to shoot better scores and lower handicaps. Um, and that's, Absolutely. yeah, that's what we're basing it around pretty much. Excellent. And so, you know, in the first few few yeah. minutes and bits and pieces, getting in the groove, you're collecting data on, did you say flight scope? Yeah. Body we, track. Yeah. So you're going to see some pressure mapping and that type of stuff. Yeah. So if it's short game stuff, we may be just running through some maybe skills tests or certain tests. Can you start it online? What's your trajectory control like? What's the strike like? So it might even involve just some strike tape on the face as well. Um, if it's putting, we've got some put lab. Again, we just, you know, it's it's what's appropriate, I think, Duncan, really. So we won't, we don't have a step. Um, a standard assessment procedure we try to tailor and personalize things as much as possible for the client in front of us um i think what you can do in a two-hour period can different to what you've got in 30 minutes yeah no absolutely steve sounds great about taking golf lessons steve say again sorry mate i just lost you there yeah i was just wondering what's the most common thing that you tend to tend to see on the lesson t and also what do you think is probably the misconception about taking golf lessons oh that's a great question um the thing i see the most would be um strike issues to be honest with you um even up to even up to the level of good players who just presume they're hitting it out the middle of the club um i think with modern clubs it's quite hard to tell for them with feel and feedback Mm -hmm. so that would be the biggest one i think them understanding where the low point is and how that how that works within their golf swing, yeah, is a, a massive misconception as well. People's you know perception of where they need to enter the turf or how the ball's supposed to collide with club face, um, probably the yeah, probably the biggest misconception. So I'm going to have two on that. Um, okay. <laughs> other part of the question, <laughs> what was that again, Dunk? Was um, so what's the, what 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 kind of main what do you see the most of? You know, is it topping, shanking, slicing, hooking? Um, yeah, got to be slicing. What is it? Slicing. No yeah. doubt about it. Even with good high single figures, low single figures, just, yeah, I think actually the pattern would be, I think the better the player, the more they miss mm-hmm. left. I'm talking right-handers here. The more they hook it. Yeah. And, and the, the higher the handicap, the more they slice it. And it's usually a combination of path and contact, heel contact with out to empath is probably what I spend most of my day working on with, you know, 
handicap golfers from three through to 23. Yeah, great. Excellent. So we're going to do a quick fire round. Um, okay. So first of all, what's your favorite golf course? Ooh. Old course, St. Andrews. Just Excellent. the history around it. I wouldn't say it's the greatest golf course. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just special when you're there. Um, golf course itself, layout, I would put... Um, I'm going to say Birkdale. Great layout. Yeah. Great layout. A bit of nostalgia there as well. Yeah, fantastic. Can you give us a prediction for 2018 golf-wise? Prediction for 2018? What? Winners or...? Can be. Just a prediction for 2018. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah, a golf prediction for 2018. Something you feel as though you're going to hang your hat on. <sighs> right. That we will see Tiger regularly contending in golf tournaments, which we're kind of seeing already, but it's not a flash in the pan. The way he's swinging it, I've never seen him swing it better, I don't think. Yeah, um, fantastic, yeah. He gets his confidence back, then I can see him getting back in the top 10 in the world. Yeah. Is he going to win? Yeah, I think he will. I think he'll contend in a couple of majors. I really do. Brilliant. Excellent. Steve, if you only had £100, what would you spend it on to help golfers? Right. There you go. Can I have several? As long yeah. as I'm inside £100. You can't go over £100. Okay. I am going for a notebook, a blank okay. notebook, first of all. Yeah. Alignment sticks. Yeah. Base tape. Or spray. Yeah. Um, and I tell you, I'm trying to think, that's a great question. String line. Yeah. And a mirror. Is that a putty and, mirror or full length? Yeah. Putting mirror. Yeah. And bag of tea pegs mate i'm only up to like 30 pound here dunk yeah you're doing great you're doing great class for this then yeah i'm trying to think why well, i use day in day out let's go to yeah i just use a lot of baskets and things like that dunk i use head covers yeah. stuff they've got on them that they don't really gonna have to you know i would yeah get them to sign up on a couple of apps online i'd get them on a metronome app for a couple of quid i'd get them on coach's eye for a couple of pound just loads of things where they've not got to go out and spend tons of money just chalk and you know that kind of stuff so yeah i'm going to give you 70 pound back dunk i bet we only spent 30 that's fantastic we can go out for a meal on that <laughs> <laughs> all right steve uh you get a chance to ask the question of the day as well it can be or preferably it's golf related um, so as we can see if we can get some feedback from golfers um, with answers for the question of the day. So what is your question of the day or question of the podcast, Steve? Right, going out to the general public would be um, how do you 
right, I'm trying to think how to word this probably. So the biggest yeah. thing for me, Dunk, would be about people's habits. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing every day is that, that so many people want to get better. Mm-hmm. They want to become better coaches. They want to, their coaching business to improve. They want to become better players. The biggest thing is people forming habits to be able to do that day in, day out. So my question is, how do you um, repeat the things that you need to do day in, day out? What processes have you got in place to form good habits? There's the question. Fantastic. So what processes have you got in place to form good habits? Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. Now, Steve, social media, um, where can people find you? How can they interact with you? Yeah, chat to me anytime. Twitter, at Steve Astle Golf. Very active on there. Instagram, same again, at Steve Astle Golf. Um, well, else am I going? Tag me on LinkedIn, but mainly Twitter, Facebook. Again, Steve Astle Golf. So, yeah, you'll find me. Google it. You'll, you'll find me on all those, and I'm active on those daily. So, give me a shout, people. Let's talk. Brilliant. Steve, thanks ever so much, and I hope we get some good feedback, and uh, hopefully we can have you back on the show again. I'd love to, Don. Keep doing your stuff, mate. It's awesome. Thanks, mate. I'll speak to you soon. Take care. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. Steve Astle from the East Midlands Golf Academy uh, taking us through how he teaches golf um, out at the emga.co.uk. Give us some feedback. Give us some comments uh, about this first podcast. Uh, Well, give us some feedback about having a lesson that you did with Steve or... Uh, maybe you're somewhere in the country where you're not sure about where to go and uh, get some really good golf instruction or maybe you'd like to find someone that has a piece of technology that you're really interested in having a lesson on or maybe it's short game lessons specifically or putting or mental or course strategy Um, open to any suggestions of what you would like me to talk about Uh, any open to suggestions of who you would like to hear about how I teach golf. So maybe it's someone from the tour that you think, I wonder what it's like actually taking a golf lesson from that. And I'll do my very best to look those people up, um, get them on the podcast and answer those questions you have. About your own game, maybe there's something you would like to uh, get sorted out. Maybe I can find someone that can that's really good at fixing people that slice the golf ball or hook the golf ball or top fairway woods or shank uh, short irons or chip shots can't get the ball out the bunker how do I stop free putting so it's a very much a two-way street for you here I am going to be asking experts or people that I feel are experts around the country out in Europe and across the states across the United States of America about how I teach golf how we can improve your game whether it be just for this weekend or whether it be a long-term development plan let me know give me feedback and uh, let me know if you've enjoyed this podcast or if you haven't that's the only way I'm going to improve is by getting some positive and negative feedback it's all good I mean I really enjoyed doing my first one and I look forward to sharing the new one with you very very soon take care play well until then